What's good, everybody? It's our favorite time of the year here at the Black Effect. We're headed down to Atlanta for the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival, and we're not going alone. Nissan is back as our partner, and they're continuing their Pitch Your Podcast Lounge at the festival, where you'll have the opportunity to pitch your podcast idea live and share it with the Black Effect team. So get those podcast ideas ready. And remember, you can count on Nissan to dial up the thrill in your adventures, no matter where life takes you. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yep, yep. Ghetto Boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind. Yeah, now deep-throated. This is for the streets. The real. The railroaded. The disenfranchised. The truth. The scapegoated. And they know it. We speak the truth so they quote it. Because we wrote it. The North, South, the East Coast is the GB not we keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping. And once the beat drops in, violins, the system is so corrupt. They throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB, don't get it twisted. On code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. I got a, I got a good question for you, man. What's that? So... Oh, you on stage at the fucking Oscars and you tell a joke about oh, somebody's wife and the husband runs up on you. Quick, what's the first thing you going to do? Well, I studied Hapkido for a while, so I'll try maybe kick him in his face. Okay. Or kick him, maybe low kick him in the knee or something. But you all going to... I mean, Willie. Willie. Oh, pop, pop, pop. But what if, what if you didn't you thought that would be the last thing? Yeah, that yeah. If I stood there and do. I say, "Yo, what?" Then he hit me. Then I would probably kick him in his back if he walked away. Right. I'd yeah. be like this. I'd be like this. What the fuck, Chip? I would like probably push him. Right. Fuck out of here, man. Was Chris cool for turning on the cheek? Was that cool? Oh, it made him actually got him his ticket sales went up. <laughs> and Will Smith's not a small dude. Will's kind of a big guy. He's not so a he small. Ain't want none of that bunk. He want no smoke. I I think if because like let's say let's say Corey Holcomb was on that stage. Let's just say Willie D was up there. Oh, that would he would have got them hands, <laughs> right? Well, 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 what would you do? Well, here's, well, here's here's the thing. Like, would for, you for, slipped it? For me, I have I have this thing called discernment, right? Yeah. And I would not I would not have did that bit. Like, I know there's a line, and I know comedians always say there ain't no lines. It's funny, no, it's funny. There's a line. There's but a there's line. an imagine, there's, there's an imaginary line, yeah. right? There's a yeah. line. And there unless I had a bone to pick with Will, I probably wouldn't have said. I, well, I know I would not have said that joke. Right. I would have had to have some type of angst, you know, mm-hmm. in regards to him. Right. You know, other than that, you know, I would not tell that joke because I don't want to. I try to avoid situations that'll make. That that will make me have to engage in conflict, you know. 
I try to you know, I try to avoid them right. type of situations because conflict is costly. Even if yeah. you win, you might lose. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Yep. So I try to avoid them those type of situations. Yeah. So if let's just say hypothetically, if it was me, of course. My career would have been over right there on, on the spot. Why? My, because I would have fucked Will up. <laughs> I, I, I would have fucked Will all the way up, you know? My career would have been over right there in that moment. Because all that old Oscar shit don't mean nothing to me like that. It's cool. I'm thank y'all for letting me host the Oscars. I know it's a great moment. It's a great accolade for me to have in my well, career. But this motherfucker just hit but me. But this, I just, this motherfucker just slapped me. It's one of, slapping a man is one of the yeah, worst the things worst. that or you spitting, can do to a slapping. man. It's to slap a man. That's right. And, and, and look, I've never been slapped by a man, but I've been fucking spit on by a man. And that man will never spit on another human being <laughs> in life. Okay, I don't play like that. So right. I would like, I would not play like that. Like that right there, yeah. I would have had the fuck wheel all the way up. Not just Some of the way a up. little bit, all the way the fuck up. I don't care about the Oscars. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about decorum. I don't give a shit about all y'all talking about, well, that was the respectful thing to do. And, and you, the nominees are for the best combat hey, on stage. Man, say, it would have just been what it was, but I'm glad I was not in that position. Yeah, and, it was, and and I'm glad, I'm really glad, you know, and it's easy for me to say because it didn't happen to me. Yeah. But right. I'm glad that yeah. Chris did not strike him. I'm glad that Chris did not hit him back. Because now yeah. you got two black men, two Oof. prominent black man. men, Squad. engaged in this foolishness. This was so And it would have just looked really fucking fucked even more. And yeah. I'm and I'm not in the embarrassment to me is not about how other people see us. It's about how we see ourselves. Yes. Mm. Yes. I don't give a fuck what All the, about uh, self, everybody like else thinks or whatever. I care about how we see ourselves. Knowledge and yourself. that overall, that was not a good look for us. Knowledge because there yourself. are people, there are young comics and young entertainers right. and young people, period, who look up to both of those guys. And yeah. to see that type of Foolishness. Ignorance, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That, that line, ha that line that has to be drawn, and you can't say certain shit in comedy. No, you know, yeah. I think no. it's you got it. It's contextual. You're at a, you're at a, you're at an award show. You're gonna have a different state of mind. You're at an award show. Everybody's watching. Families are watching. Boom, boom, boom. Did he all right. Say, what, gonna, what he said was oh, was that really, really bad? No, I don't think it was bad was because GIJ, GIJ no. looks really good. Like Demi Moore looked good as I, fuck as GIJ. I and think I, I I think we'll, we'll finish it. No, okay, because no, he said GI Jane, GI Jane two. That's Chris Rock, man. That's like within the safeness of. It's we're talking about movies. It's it's a, a celebration of movies. He said GI Jane. That's contextual to what's going on. It's movies. Demi Moore looked good as fuck with the shaved head. Um, Jada, you're not a bad looking lady. You look good. He was saying that, and it, and the fact that it got a laugh, she felt like, boom, the alopecia thing, but you don't look like you have alopecia. It wasn't about that. It was like, you look good, but he's Chris Rock. I'm a comedian. I thought Chris was in the right. I don't think he was that bad. He was complimenting her, and I thought they were friends. I thought he knew them like that, but then he made a, a, a comment on them in 2016. And that's where that comes from. Yeah. It's, it's like me what and you. It's like we done bumped heads a few times before. I got something on my chest right now, yeah. and then now yeah. here we go again. And actually, he probably Will was laugh, that though. Late. That's that's what really throws Will it laugh. off is Will the fact like, that he laughed. <laughs> yeah, Jay was like, like mm -hmm. see now that. Like, 
See, <laughs> now, now, now that's what really, really made a lot of people say, nah, dude, that wasn't cool. Because had he had he had that reaction at the right jump, away, uh, right away. Like, Yo, man, chill and, with that. And that's what how chill you made that. me feel. Yeah, you made me feel bad yeah, enough to make me was, want to come up there. It was but delayed. Nah, I was cool. And yeah. then I, my wife, nah, I gotta go delayed. do something. And then they said yeah. it was planned. Everybody's saying it's fixed. Have you heard nobody, this shit? Nobody wasn't fixed. Nah. I was like, what? My thing is this. Even if it was fixed, who the fuck planned that stupid shit? I'm about to win the Oscar. Let's go up. I want you to smack Chris Rock. Then go back and say, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Nah. What I kind saw. of plan is that? I don't know. Black people yeah, say but, it was but, fixed. They didn't, nah. they didn't, but, but I... I think they, I think we we were just like came that. unhinged, man. He just, he just I think he's coming apart personally because even when in his speech he goes, "I'm tired of smiling people's faces when I shoot." I I think that he's always been the good black kid for so long that he wants to shake that shit. And I think, and this some people may get mad at this, that Jada is part of this shit, man. She's part of making him feel like he ain't shit. Sometimes she might, maybe she throws that. Tupac shit in his face because he's like, oh, your raps are a little corny. Tupac had real rhymes. <laughs> Parents just don't understand. She never know. Yeah, I can't dope. believe it. This motherfucker. She, that shit was dope. To, what? No, I <laughs> love Parents that. Parents don't understand. Dope shit. No, Will. Summertime, listen, all that. You summer, know, like, I'm a uh, Will Smith fan, but no, I'm know, saying. Brand new funk. I know old. Come on, man. Jazz, all that, man. That, that, all that. Okay. Will Rock the house album. No, before that. But I'm saying. But I'm saying. fucking. But what if. I'm saying. I'm, remember, this is he just said she know how to push his buttons. Maybe she remember. There's a yeah. video of her filming Will, and he's like, "Could you not do that? Right. Stop filming me. This is not for your. Um, I take social media serious." And yeah. she's like clowning yeah, him. I said, that "Was his bread and butter?" Maybe, like, maybe that it was like we're not with them all the time. There could be some brawl out hard arguments where he's going, "Why the fuck do you always do that to me?" I don't know. Maybe I don't know, yeah. and she's living off you know of him. You, you kinda... He's the he's the breadwinner. Fuck what you heard. He's the king, and she's been riding off his shit for a while. I'm not taking anything from Jada because I'm a Jada Pink. I always love Jada Pinkett. Me too. But people are fucking with you because of Will. That's what I think. Will Smith is the king. Fuck what you heard. That guy got record for uh, eight movies in a row, grossing over a hundred million. And he, the residuals must be fucking crazy. Oh, he a bad motherfucker. Yes, well, he well, is. Well, 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 here's the I'm thing. Here's the thing. Will be all right because he has character equity. Yes. You know what I'm oh, saying? No, character no, equity. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. So, so he, no he, doubt. He, he'll, he'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, he do one shit. You know, it just shows that he's human. You know, we he's all we guy. always he knew that. Yeah. But sometimes people got to see that type of shit. You know, that's why, personally, I don't mind, like, somebody seeing me like like going through some shit because you know sometimes because the thing is is that if you if you come off too squeaky clean when you do something yeah, fucked up yeah. it's gonna be harder for you to recover look man I've done some fucked up shit in the past and I'm gonna do some fucked up shit yeah. in the future I don't know when <laughs> I don't know when but yeah, I'm telling true. you it's coming <laughs> And I'm trying to be a better man. I'm trying my ass off, man. I'm trying to be a better man, and I'm hoping that 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 I don't get caught up in something. But some shit gonna happen because I'm not perfect, right. and I don't know when somebody's gonna flip that switch and the light don't come on. 
I don't know. <laughs> right. I might black out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, you know? our business is is very frustrating. There's a lot of shit that they make you bottle up, especially as black men in America. Holy fuck. And then I see some guys I know that do stuff in the business that I wouldn't do, but they get in, oh, they're here. But I go, I can't do that kind of shit. And I'm and it angers me sometimes where I go, I like but I like what I do. I feel great. I wake up going, yeah, mind clear. I go, you know what I mean? My ass ain't leaking. None of that shit. I'm good to go. I don't need a butt plug or nothing. I'm not leaving a trail of blood and fucking Come on. And anguish and tears. Yeah, man. Uh, 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 PG, PG to stay, man. No, I just man. did. I said I don't need a butt plug. Yeah, shit, I man. said I'm not leaking. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't like that. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, Tommy, hey, 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 look at this guy. This guy, we're not toughing this guy up. This guy, all of a sudden, I say my butt. I could have said, my asshole just got fucked. No, I said, hey, my butt's leaking. I try to be as safe as I can. This guy's Disney World right here, I tell you. You can't even fucking talk to anybody. You know what I mean? It's hard being a guy in my age. Every time I talk to this guy, this guy's, oh, let's make a PG. I've been cursing all fucking day. All of a sudden, this guy goes, hey, I might snap. And I, and I just go, hey, hey, I get no respect, I tell you. I tell you, I get no respect. I talk about my butts leaking, and all of a sudden, he has a fucking problem with it. <laughs> Hey man, man, you niggas is funny than a motherfucker, Jack. <laughs> shit, I'm talking about your ass, <laughs> shit, man. You motherfucker talking about pussy and shit. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> Goddamn, nigga can't talk about a goddamn thing. <laughs> shit, niggas is getting fucked. <laughs> we got to keep it real, Jack. <laughs> Damn, you kiss my ass. The ghetto boys, your motherfuckers been talking about hoes and shit. I see my ass leaking. This motherfucker turned into church. This motherfucker, you got a lot of nerve, nigga. Goddamn. Oh, oh, you niggas, you niggas are real funny. You niggas are very funny. Ghetto boys, you got a lot of goddamn nerve. Call yourself the goddamn ghetto boys. <laughs> uh, fifth ward, nigga. Fifth goddamn ward. <laughs> goddamn. Yeah, that was funny, bro. Man, you are you so fucking talented, danger, man. Danger. God Richard damn. <laughs> God damn, that was funny. Paul Mooney? Yeah, Paul Mooney. Good God, man. You fucking goddamn you I talented, pre- I man. I appreciate you, man. Damn. <laughs> Coming from talented guys like yourself, who Shit, I grew up listening to. That's crazy, you know, man. You know when I first heard about you guys? I was in Chicago, and we turned to NPR. NPR, the end of the, it was like a college, you know, every, yeah, I yeah. think every city has an NPR college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we're going to be playing, we're going to play these new guys from out of Houston, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, ghetto boys, ghetto boys, eh, eh, ghetto boys, don't fuck with me. We were like, who the <laughs> fuck are these guys? And we were like, play this shit again. <laughs> That's how I heard about you guys. Salute to Chicago, man. Yeah, Chicago has been career. there from day yeah, one. Yeah, we love you guys. Y'all, y'all show us so much oh love, man. Oh, my God. Because we really respect Chicago, man. We, we really respect we, the people of Chicago. And I'm going to tell you something yeah. uh, before you before you jump in. Yeah. Chicago oftentimes get a bad rap. It's not people. It is not the majority of people in Chicago who act, behave like savages. Thank you. It is a very small percentage of people who are doing all the fucked up shit. Shooting. Thank you. They're doing all the foolishness, yeah. and you know, along with a few corrupt cops. Right. Well, mis- <laughs> corrupt cops. But anyway, fam, <laughs> right. just to let you know, Chicago has some of the 
greatest, most beautiful people oh, that I've no ever doubt. met. No Some of the coolest people oh, that, that I've ever met in my life. Oh, yeah. You know, cool. that lives in, lives in Chicago. That's right. And, and are from Chicago. And we have a fantastic black community, middle class, wealthy, educated from Chicago. Yep. You got parts on the south side of the west side, black folks that are killing the game. That are all like HBCU Ivy Leaguers. They got they they're, they're like scientists, doctors, lawyers, murdering the game. It's excuse me, sorry for that word, but <laughs> there's a strong black community, a strong black presence in Chicago that are not all gangbangers. The fuck out of here. They just like to pump that shit up. But Chicago's a beautiful city. You can go to a lot of beautiful places and no one's doing shit. I mean, if you go to the gang area and throw up some signs, yeah. But other than that, it's isolated shit. So, yeah, shout out to my Chicago folks. For real, for real, house music all day. You know what I mean? Chicago. House music. Chicago, yeah. But I'm saying, like, yeah, man, this, um, the comedy, the whole comedy shit, like I'm saying, like, when I look at the business, I go, man, I wish, you know, you can just go, hey, I'm going to take the road of integrity. All right, you guys don't mind, right? And I, I can get paid the same amount. <laughs> you know what right. I mean, and but it takes you a little longer when you decide to do that. And it I, does, huh? yeah, of yeah. course, man. I should be on ten sitcoms by now. Absolutely, I should be playing the mailman. Like, hey, man, got mail for you. You should be playing whatever the fuck you, you want to play, yeah, bro. No you doubt, got it. You can no do doubt. whatever. No, no doubt. Like you know, and it, it's that that yeah. that just goes to show, man. The majority of people in this country who are at the top, who are in leadership positions, really ain't shit. I'm going to tell you straight up, bro. Really ain't shit. It's a lot of diabolical people in in top positions because it's no way possible somebody could just watch you for five minutes and don't say, man, I need to get this guy. But what they want to know, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's his position on politics? What does he think yeah, about yeah. this? What is, is he going to fuck it? my girlfriend? Is he going to fuck my wife? Is he going to... Insignificant shit. Is he going to... And then... Is he going to... Is he going to... I don't want... Is he going to try to... Is he going to... Is he going to try to... Yep. Is he going to... I think... I think I'm going to have to go with asexuality. I'm going to say... Homo, no. Nibai, no. I'm asexual, my friends. What the fuck? Just let me work. Yeah. I have no sex. I don't like any of it. Yeah, I'm nothing. E, 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 eunuch? Eunuch. Yeah, well, if you can be yeah. anything other than a heterosexual, you you straight in. Well, does it include asexual? Yeah, LGBT. Just if you nothing, can just nothing. if you can just call yourself anything I'm except a heterosexual male, you shit, you straight in. Man, the way these motherfucking women are nowadays, they can call you out on anything. Now I'm just asexual. I'm like shit. Man, After I, shows, I used to like, hey, what's up? I'd be like straight in the green room. Thanks, bye. <laughs> I'm man, not. You, you, shit. You, you, Everybody's calling the cops on everybody now. You can't do shit. You can't even say hi. How are you? He aggressively said hi to me and I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> I was uncomfortable with that. He said hi. He said what's up. But it was very, I don't like the way he stressed it. So. Yeah, fuck that. that that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Like for real. Uh, you bro. know, because as, you know what it's that like. Shit you know what real, from, man. But it's like it I come from the city where you match to a girl. Hey, how you do the? You you take a photo like Keanu Reeves. That motherfucker does this with his hands. He keeps it out. He does that. Now I put my hands in front of me. I'm like this. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, and girls be like, "Can I hug you?" I go, "No, we're not doing that." Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Mm-hmm. 
State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, everyone. I am so excited. The Black Effect is live. This April 27th, the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support Black excellence in the STEAM fields. Have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture? Well, Nissan is back with a Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and have it shared with the Black Effect Podcast Network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit, Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event to be at. You won't want to miss this because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill of your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com forward slash podcast festival for more details. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's still better than me because at one point I stopped taking pictures with girls I didn't know. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I never told you this, Brad. But one once, um, I was in a club one day in Houston. Yeah. And this dude uh, walked up to me and said, "Yeah, Willie D, man. Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, you know, uh, you 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 been by to see my sister lately? I mean, no, no. He he didn't say my sister. He said, "Have you been by to see my nephew lately?" And I said, "Who is your nephew?" He say, uh, "Yeah, uh, such such such." Said the girl name. And, man, don't you got a baby by my sister? I said, hold on, bro. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got no kids. <laughs> and he's like, he was like, and she got a picture of you on the ma- you and her on the manor at my mama's house. I said, dude, do you know how many women that I take pictures with right. every fucking week? <laughs> and the dude, me, mother, me, he was a big dude, too. Right. But I had already sized him up. I was right. gonna break his ass down. Right. But he was like looking down, like, yeah, man, man. He got. He was mad. He was frustrated right. that I would not claim this little kid. Wow. 
that I didn't even know. Yeah. So for a while, like I would I would say about three, maybe two years, yeah. I stopped taking pictures with women I did not know because right. I was just I, I was paranoid. paranoid. Yeah. And and one oh, day yeah. one day I woke up, man, and I realized I was fucking depressed. And I realized that that was part of it. That was part of it. Me trying to like live up to somebody else's expectations. Because mm. I wouldn't yeah. even, if I if I went to a club, I wouldn't do any type of you know get on the dance floor or nothing. Right. You know, not say that I could dance, but right. you know we don't dance, we boogie. We boogie, boogie Gangsters right? don't dance, we boogie. boogie right. But I I would not even get on the dance floor. I go in the VIP area and I just sit or I just stand around and I just realize, goddamn man. I had to self-diagnose myself. I was like, I'm fucking depressed. And wow. that was why. That was the reason. <sighs> Trying to live up to other people's was, expectations. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself in that type of funk? It feels like that nowadays. Like, you know, um, you have people turn on you that you know. Like, what? And I have a clean record. Like, I, I'm, I'm no, I don't even. If a, if a woman rolls her eyes at me, I walk away. If she has an answer, I, I, I'm I'm lazy. I'm, I've never been an aggressive like, yo, I, I don't even know how guys be touching on girls in clubs. I'm like, how do you just grab my hair like that? Damn. I just be like, hey. And a lot of times I'll meet girls through friends too. Like if you were a group of people, hey, this is my, oh, hey, blah, blah. But I've never, I've never catcalled. I never was like, catcalled. Catcalled like, oh, yo. Yo, I never oh, did. I never did yeah. that. Either. That oh, shit, come that on corny. now. That's no. some corny shit. To me. I think that's the corniest. Yeah. I've never done that in my life. I have said I know that's right when a lady passed by before. Okay, you did. Like, I know that's right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's so. That's I ain't. That ain't. Yeah. Too, that's not. Too I, bad. I, I, yeah, but that's not like. Hey, all no, right, no, girl. No, I ain't gonna do that. Shake it like you're that. No, I ain't gonna never yeah. do that. I've never done that. I'm very like. I know that. Like very. You know, I don't even, I can rarely look anymore. I'm just, because it's like they've made it like that, sort of, you don't want to look, you don't want to do anything. Because Them everything is going to stop me from looking, bro. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Man, I'll look, but it's you know a slick way to stop me from looking. Just to watch your reaction, man. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, you could be like, you could be like this. Yeah. And they'd be and like, they, they got, your... got you going, look at, man, that's when he chased old girl right after that. I, I, you never know. If yeah, I can't, sure. if I can't look at a fine woman, I may as well just go and die. I mean, yeah, but they, but it's like, they know listen, I'm like not that. saying this about all women, but it's like there's this empowerment where they go, I'm going to have my titties out, my ass out, but you better fucking look at me. Aha. Uh -huh. It's almost like that's a weak, not, listen, I'm not talking about all women, so I don't want them to go, you felt, no, nah, of course not. But it's like, that's why when you go to Brazil or you go overseas, they like that you look at them. They love that. They're like, yeah, you're a man. It's good. You know, when I was in Russia, they're like, yes, you're a man. It's, you're a woman. You're supposed to look at the woman. What's wrong? Nothing wrong. It's a woman. Pussy. It's not wrong. You're a man. You're like, and it was not. It was, what is it? Pussy? I was a pitchka, pitchka. You know, the, the foreigners like to go like this. You like to fuck. We're like, Bleh. I think, but, but you know. You <laughs> know, <laughs> black guy got the bigger day. Like, <laughs> You know, you know what, but one one of the one of the biggest reasons why a lot of women act the way they act when it comes to dress dressing and, and stuff mm. is because some men take it too far. Yeah, you know, like women. Obviously, most women. I do believe. I'm going to go ahead and say it, most women. I just say many women. How about that? Yeah. Many women dress provocatively because they want men to look, to look yeah. but they won't. The right, they want the man they that don't they're want interested you in. No, no, nah, nah, they want the man that they're attracted to to look. Of they want course, the, they but want that's those not the men way to the look. world works. But exactly, but you, but you get 
the residual effect, right? All the of crack that. is like <laughs> looking good than a motherfucker. All, all <laughs> of the, all of them don't look you right. Don't know good. And then you have, and then you have, you have women who are who are on guard because now you have all these uncivilized mutts out here who who if a woman. Uh, rejects them, they want to swing on her. Yeah, and that's fucked up. They want to stab her. Fuck they want to shoot her. It. Yeah, biting her face. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. What kind man, of what, shit is man, that being what, raised by man, ferrets where did shit? these motherfuckers come from and when did it start? Insecurity. Uh, that's an insecurity move. When you go, fuck you then, bitch. That's, what the fuck? She don't owe you her number. Woman don't owe you her information. She don't owe you shit. Just because you see a girl don't mean you own her. Because, you know, it'd be like, oh, I saw you over there. Okay, all right, that's cool. But doesn't mean I owe you my number. The trip part about it is I mean, that women don't, re- a lot of times, women don't know how to respond. And because I, cause cause because if, if, they're, if they're just polite, yeah. a guy don't know how to shut it down. He don't know how to shut it down. If, right. if they're too aggressive with, with their rejection, yeah. then he may take exception to it and take yeah. it even further yeah, and want to become violent. It's harder for women, man. It is. I feel bad because I'm not even like that. I wish, I was like, I, don't, I wouldn't even do that. As soon as he says no, I remember one time I saw a girl and I was, she was wild. I was like, man, she's nice looking. You know, I was with my buddies and they go, yo, go over there and just go over there. Cause we used to challenge each other. Yo, just go try to get a number. I said, ah, I don't even do this kind of shit. I said, all right, let me go over there. So I said, excuse me. See, I was real polite. I was like, excuse mm-hmm. me, can I? And she goes, oh, I don't really have time. I said, oh, that's okay. Have a nice day. And I, and she goes, you're not even going to try. And I go, you said, no, I'm out. <laughs> no, nah, that's it. I'm lazy to the motherfucker. <laughs> she actually laughed at the shit. I was like, nah, have a good day. I was like, nah. I'm cool because you know what? That woman could be, she could have an ex-boyfriend that's crazy. She could be going through some shit. They could, there's so many scenarios of what they're going through and we automatically think, that bitch rejected me. No, dude. First of all, she, you don't have to call her no bitch. You don't have to say that. What if she's going through shit in her life? What if she got a man that's crazy and she wants you to get the fuck away from her? And what if it's just you? Don't, she don't like you. I was about she's to not say, attracted to your ass. I was about to Keep say it that. moving. Yeah. Sometimes they don't like the way you were born, sir. Like, that's pretty much it. Like, if I go up to a girl, she goes, she don't like the way I look. What are you going to do? You ain't going, fuck you then, bitch. No. You can't even be, it, it, it's what it is. It's fair. She don't like you, motherfucker. Move. Right. You know what I mean? Man, Someone's you know, going to like know, you. You know, I'm so arrogant, bro, that oh, in my man. mind, if a woman, if I try to talk to a woman and she reject me, in my mind, it's her loss at the end of the day. Because I, I know I'm a good there's, dude, right? Nothing I know wrong I'm a solid that. dude. I know yes. I'm a good dude. Of course. And I just feel like she ain't going to find a motherfucker better than me no way. So well, and there's nothing wrong that's with that really in gonna, your mind. That's really going to be her loss. Exactly. But yeah, I'm cool with that. Right, as long as you're not like, you ain't going to find it. nobody better than me anyway, exactly. bitch. Because you know I'm a whole fool, man. I'm a load of you not rolling yeah. off your resume. Nah, 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 nah. It's over. It's over. And I always said, you know, you're not everybody's type. And another thing, too, I said, if we were judged by conversation, and intelligence, I would have, I would, I'd be smoking everybody. Right. I'm talking about just literally conversation. Oh, come on now. But, but you got it. But yeah, it don't work that way don't because that way. because the impression is made within seconds. Oh yeah. Two and seconds. Yeah, it, 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 you figure out she figured out right away oh, whether, whether she's gonna be receptive or you or, or not. Right. And so she never even get a chance to hear yeah. your, hear your conversation. Yeah. But I can guarantee you that once. She starts talking once you get her number and y'all start com- communicating. Right. Or even if you're just standing, uh, sitting in the airport yeah. waiting, you know, it's a different story. No doubt. And, and and I, you know, I take pride in how I treat it. You know, I like to make them laugh. Da, da, da. I don't try. I don't say 
sexual shit to women ever. I know that's why if someone says you, yeah, you said that. I go, no, I don't talk like that. And motherfuckers know I don't talk like that. I don't say, ooh, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be like a corny old white man. I'd like to have that for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I, the fuck is that corny shit? I would never say that to anybody. And you know, even at the shows, women will touch on me. But boom, boom, but I'm not. I don't touch on them. I don't grab on them when I'm taking. But I don't do that shit ever. You know, you put your arm around somebody, but it's like you're taking a photo. But I don't grab and rub. Bullshit. I don't act like that ever. Unless I am consensually with you and we are consensually sexual with each other and it's an agreement. I touch you, you touch me. I kiss you, you kiss me. You like that? I rub you, you rub me. It's all consensual. Yeah, that's basic shit. But nah, I don't just do that when someone didn't ask for, I didn't ask permission and they don't want that. I know when someone don't want me f- fucking around with them. Mm-hmm. You know that. You know who not to tell. You know. They'll let, a woman will let you when she wants you to if she don't want you to fucking even be around is she gonna let you know it's not hard oh yeah you know we'll let you know oh yeah and that's why i what i do is i just don't i just go to the gray room (laughs) i save myself i just go i go to the gray room and if i have more action anyway if like if you if you're the guy if it's godfrey and headlights if godfrey is on the marquee you already got the edge that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you really I, ain't got to do that. I remember, remember Robert Wagner? Yeah. Heart yeah. to heart. Heart yeah. to heart. Yeah. Heart to heart. Right. And when they met, it was Moida. <laughs> yeah. So I did a movie with him called Dennis the Menace Christmas. It comes on every Christmas. I shot it in Montreal. And you know, um, Robert Wagner's from the days of Sinatra, them cool motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And one day I was, he invited us all to dinner. He's eating, he's, this motherfucker's cool as shit, yo. And he's talking about all this old movie shit. And you know, when he was young, that motherfucker was handsome as shit. And he's like, and there's this waitress, like, sir, fine black chick, serving us and stuff. I was like, man, she looked real she nice looking, you know? And she's laughing with me and this. And I was like, oh, I'm being very nice. And then I go, and she's looking over my way a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go over there. So I like kind of go over there, right? I go over there and I say a couple things. I come back. And Robert Wagner's just sitting there going, you're kind of fucked up, kid. I said, what do you mean? You already had her. You didn't even have to move. A guy like you shouldn't be doing so much moving. He's like, you already had her. She, you, she already liked you. You might have fucked that up. You did too much. He was so fucking gangster. This shit was so smooth. He goes, you didn't even have to move. A guy like you shouldn't have to move that much. Now, where were y'all? We were in Montreal. Is in Montreal. Home and I like, like, what, yes. But I'm saying, like, what kind of venue were you at? We were in a like a, a restaurant. It was okay. a nice little restaurant. It was private. It was right. nice. And, and then the girl was in it. Yeah, he was like, you so she to... came up to you, and then you. Well, she. It was just when we were. Our, our exchange was very like. It was like nice. It was nice, and I was mm-hmm. making her laugh a little bit because she was coming. I was like, oh, what's your name? Oh, the great. Yeah, I'm from. The... It was like that. It wasn't like let me get that number. No, it wasn't that yeah. shit. And then, you know, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go over there and maybe, you know, talk to her a little more. Because our food hadn't come yet. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, let me. And then he goes, you did too much, man. Well, well, let me ask you this. How did it work out? I did too much, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking right. Damn. Yeah. Who, who have you had the most fun working with? Us. Yes. <laughs> Besides us. <laughs> Besides you guys, oh man, oh man, uh, Breakfast Club, 
I mean, you're talking about just in general or just no, comedy? No, or? no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, saying, I'm period. saying, yeah, working yeah, with like, like with in, whether it be comedy, whether it, whether it be movies, whether it be oh man, anything original along original gangsters, man. That was fun. I wasn't that fun. I had fun because I, I, I had fun because I was hey Richard Roundtree. Yep. We we were in original gangsters. Was was it nineteen ninety six? Yes, Tam Greer. Fred of Fred Williamson, Fred Williamson. Oh, Richard man. Roundtree, um, Ron That's um, the whole crew got back together. Superfly O'Neill, Ron Superfly. <laughs> yep. We had Superfly. Yeah. We had Wingshauser. Y'all Bushwick was there. <laughs> sorry guys, he was there. I'm sorry, he was, he mean, was he there. We was, yeah. was all there. Willie yeah. wasn't there. And Willie weren't there, but he was there. In spirit. Right. And then there was, who else was there? Um, yeah. Pam Greer was cool as shit. I had fun doing it because I was, and Jim Brown. Jim Brown. I had fun. Let me ask you about Jim Brown. Yeah. Have you been paying attention to his politics over the last two, three years? Or well, maybe not so, two, three years, but more like old, four or five years. He's so old. I don't really care. Yeah. About his, I mean, he's been, was, remember he was hanging with Trump, right? Right. I don't really judge him from that he's done enough work as far as for our community enough i right now i'm like is he really making an impact but do you do you I like mean, live your entire life where you are making an impact and you are doing for your people and then get to the end you know Jack, you, you get to the end and, and then just throw all the shit away just you, say you know what i'm finna just throw my people under the bus and be a coon yeah shit you know what really? oh you're so let me ask you a question. You a coon, you a coon, you a coon. He did it twice. Coon too. <laughs> you so is, is he a coon because he was, because he, he uh, took the meeting with Trump? Nah, you bro, you listen to his rhetoric. What listen is he saying? Him. Like Herschel Walker. You gotta, you gotta, he's some Herschel Walker type you, shit though. Herschel right? Walker I mean, you gotta, says. You gotta, you gotta listen yeah. to him talk. What is he saying? It's not just him, just, you know. because dementia? No, is he ain't got no dementia. He's fine. He's fine. It's like when Bill Cosby was talking about black people, like you, you, he's pull your pants up and you got yeah, with the girls. You girls is underage. Y'all getting pregnant. All but you see, like, but you see, man. you you see, Bill ain't saying that shit no more. Bill got his wake up call. Yeah, and see, yeah, you know, it typically happens. Yeah, you got the um, got the wake up call. Like someone like Candace Owens, man. The past couple times she's been saying some shit right on point though. Like, she be, but, but no, she, no, no, it's no, like that, a, it's a love game. hate thing. No, 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 she, no, she tries no, to no, 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 suck no. us in. That's how they do. That's how they do. Yeah, yeah. That's how they do. Charles Barkley is good at that too. Oh, boy. What, 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 this I is like what, Charles Barkley. This Barclay, is what they really? do. See, now I got to question his shit. You know. So That's this, my, this, I mean, this he, is what happened. This is what happened. Solid. Yeah, I mean, I ain't talking about what he be saying about politics. Politics, but I'm not with Charles. I ain't Charles. Charles got a good basketball. He was a great basketball player. He might have been a great basketball player, but he ain't shit as a man. Oof. Now that's terrible. Yeah, just so, so terrible. The, 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 the thing, the thing is, is that you know we can't afford to to have people that are we can't afford to have anybody. Period. That's, that's members of our society um, disparaging us and throwing us under the bus. Yeah, that's not but cool. we damn sure cannot have people who are in positions of power and in and influence to be out there throwing mixed messages. This is something that they're very good at doing. They'll throw a few, a couple of truths out there yeah. and get everybody going like, yeah. yeah, man, I believe that. That's real. Right, that's right, real. Right. That's and real. And then that's they real. flip. And then they go like, and the rest of it be all one-sided. See, here's the thing. When when your, 
when you, when your criticism of the black community outweigh your contribution, you're a coon. Mm. Okay, so mm. watch them. Just pay attention to them. Yeah. Watch what they do. Fuck what they saying. You know what I'm saying? Cause cause they can say some cool shit and you be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then they say some fucked up shit and you be like, oh, that's fucked up. Then they say yeah. cool shit, you back there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Candace Owens yeah, yeah. will be like, like oh, you back that was there right again. on point, see, but I go, mm. see what I'm saying? It's, it's always she said that. a lot but, of fucked up shit. But, but watch more than she but is. watch what they do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She 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 not she not for us. Period. No, she she's not, not. She's not for us. Period, man. So, you know, it's the same thing with the Stacy Dash chick, right? Oof. You know, she. It was she's just, trying it, to come back too. She done. Yeah, she's done, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She's done. Yeah, she said. I don't even know how people have the nerve to say that kind of shit on TV. She goes, "What if there was White History Month?" But li- <sighs> but check this out. But check this out, Godfrey. People like Charles Barkley, Candace on and the rest of them. Even Stephen A. Mm. They'll talk that black talk down yeah. shit. Well, I was just telling the truth. Yeah. They'll say shit about black people. But we ain't had them motherfuckers collectively are generalized bad, dis- bad shit about white people. When have they said, made dis- disparaging comments about white folks in general? They'll do that shit all day with black folks. Yeah. Yeah. But they will not do that shit with white folks. That lets you know what type of motherfuckers they are. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Just listen. If you want to listen to them, listen to them. But watch what they right. watch what they do. But you can listen to these motherfuckers and tell what they really about. Just because they put on a suit and talk proper and all that old shit, be on Fox oh, right, or right, right. dun 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 with all the fucking theme music and all that old yeah. shit. That don't mean shit, man. Yeah. Watch them motherfuckers. Watch what they say and watch what they do. More importantly, Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, everybody, this is Carrie Champion, and I'm here to announce that the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards on April 27th. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support Black excellence in the STEAM fields. Have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture? Well, Nissan is back with your Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and have it shared with the Black Effect Podcast Network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit. Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. 
The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event you want to be at. You don't want to miss it because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill in your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. What about Shannon Sharp? I like Shannon. I like Shannon. Like Skip, I, like I just want to tell you something, Skip. You have to understand, Skip, this Skip. is a. It's, I've been in the NFL for a long time, Skip. And you got to understand, some of these players, Skip, Skip. You really have to be on. You have to be aware of yourself, Skip. Like my grandmother said, if you're a frog, you better jump. Now I know Shannon. Skip, is, <laughs> Shannon is consistent. Good. Yeah. Now I know Skip. I say a lot of sayings that don't make no damn sense, but that's just the way I talk. I'm from the South, Skip. Skip, Skip, come on now. <laughs> you gonna tell me that? <laughs> Shannon, I, I like Shannon. You know, Shannon, he's a straight shooter. Yeah, I you know, like Shannon, and, Shannon. and and he's consistent. Yes, he is. Okay, he's very consistent, and you know, he's gonna say what it is. You know, I'm to be honest, I'm surprised Shannon's still on network. Yeah, he TV be going in because he, you know, I'm not gonna say he don't give a fuck. The re- he does he give, a give a fuck. No, he, maybe but the he does give a fuck. Too. That's why he say what he say. The because ratings are like he speaks. He speaks the truth. He says how he feels. He he talks about. He says what it is because he does care. But he has a balance with Skip. Skip, you know, Skip is Bayless is there listening to him, and Skip will validate a lot of shit that he says. So with that the the white agreement too helps too, you know. Well, Skip can't help but validate. I ain't gonna say validate because that means that he needs him to cosign and give artists to be valid. <laughs> but Skip, but but Skip will cosign because Skip knows that he's gonna sound like a goddamn fool if he don't. Because Shannon be so on point. Yeah, Shannon. He's be. gonna Shannon takes the wiggle room out of the argument. See, right. anytime you have right. you, you have to take the wiggle room out because motherfuckers be sitting around waiting waiting to attack. They just be yeah, waiting on, on a way to sneak in, slither yeah. in, and and say something opposing to try to make you look stupid or make it seem like you don't know what you're talking and about. So Shannon takes clear. the wiggle room out, and Skip knows it. Yeah. And so, you know, he, he, he has little choice if he don't want to look like a damn fool. Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, that's, um, because the way, um, you got to understand, too, they work under Disney. Disney owns ESPN. A lot of these big, so they got it. How do you navigate? Okay, I want to be black, not lose integrity, and I got these corporate motherfuckers watching me. And Shannon knows how to navigate that. Stephen A. I used to watch him at the beginning. I used to watch him like first take. He's like, all right, yeah, I like. Then he just started saying crazy shit about black. I was like, really? 
How about say nothing about us like that? I can understand if you don't want to be controversial, but why do you got to shit on us doing And he it? always shit on black men. Yeah, he, why he, you got to shit on us tough. doing that? When he talk about black men, he's yeah. super badass yeah, yeah, tough. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you like this. Yeah. Da, da, da. You yeah. know, da, da, da. Like, keep, da, da, da. keep our yeah, name he, out your mouth, man. He, oh, oh, man. Just be neutral. I'd rather you be neutral and I'll understand. Like, I'll understand a brother's neutrality because I'll go, I get it. I get it. As long as you ain't fucking throwing us under the bus, I get why you're neutral. Because sometimes we got to be. Everybody can't be outspoken. There's people There's people like us that are working different ways. There's different ways mm-hmm. to skin a cat. You don't all have to be like, I believe that. that. No. There's people working in the law. <laughs> no, I think that the black man and we got to come together because every time. La, 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 la. No, everybody. <laughs> I believe that the black man, we are we are second class citizens. We have to understand that the black man and the black woman are not protected. We have to, you know, we don't always have to do that. There's not everybody's going to be a Malcolm X. There's first people's skill for that. That was Malcolm X. I just did. And, and, and we have to understand that the white man makes us feel like second class citizens. And a lot of you coons and Negroes are walking around here, walking around here, shucking and jiving all the time. They love using entertainers, clowns and, 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 and musicians to speak for black people. White people don't do that. I don't see Eminem speaking up for white people. Do you see that? No, you should have black people that are, 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 are educated in policy and education. But no, you don't want to do that because you might lose. Who's that argument? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I right don't. on time. Right like on all time, this bro. time. Right on time. Yeah. Man. And that's the beautiful thing about all those uh, old footage. Dope, it's bro. the same shit. It's like, it's still happening. Right that's now. why I say, go watch the Malcolm X videos. Go watch the, it's nothing has changed. When James Baldwin, have you watched any James Baldwin? I James I'm Baldwin not, was. I'm not, I'm not your Negro. I'm not your, whoo, that shit is fantastic. It's fucking powerful. Whoo, and it I'm not really your. really I'm not your nigga. Right. I'm not your Negro. And and James Baldwin was a gay black man. Married to a white woman. He married did he marry a white woman? I love y'all, man. I gotta go. You gotta go? Yeah. But yeah. you've been going about eight times. Yeah, I, to, I got a new kidney, so I be peeing all the fucking time. Oh, is that what oh is it working though? Like a motherfucker. Good. I'm like, I thought she was tired of the podcast. I was like, God damn, Scott, man. <laughs> He's like, man, I'm out. No, no I'm back. No, I'm out. Uh, uh, Baldwin. <laughs> What is it? What is James, it? Baldwin. James Baldwin. James Baldwin, I am not your Negro. Everybody should watch that. It came out a few years ago. What you got coming up, guys? What do I have coming? When is this playing? When is it? When are you guys? Um, can't say right now. Okay. Uh, what I got coming up. Oh, I'm lying. He wasn't married. Wait, wait, yeah, he had, had a white boyfriend. What, what you got coming up in the next few months? In the next few months, I got, oh gosh, I got, my, uh, well, the Miami Improv, um, 22nd to the 24th. I don't know if it comes out at that point. Mm-hmm. But I've got all the different, you guys could check my um, Instagram, Comedian Godfrey, and you'll see my dates. You know, I have my dates on there. Should I look up my dates? And wh- yeah, and wh- what what about the uh, the, the podcast, uh, oh, Godfrey We podcast, Trust? podcast, which you guys should be on someday, is in Godfrey We Trust, which is on the Gas Digital Network, Tuesdays and Fridays, at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, it's dope as hell. I had Faison on there, you know. I've had Lord Jamar on there from Brand Nubians. I've had Rod Dig. I've had a lot of different people on my on my shit. It's dope as hell. Ti came on. We were talking yeah. about the whole comedy controversy. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty good podcast. Gas Digital Network. Subscribe so you, so, to it. So you talked to Ti after the 
Oh yeah, after our little thing in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, we talked, man. What you and Ti in Atlanta? Hold up. Oh, expeditiously. See, this is what happened. I was in at the Atlanta Comedy Theater, and I was finishing. I I had done like an hour forty minutes. I got off my boys like had host and say, "Yo, man, I'm gonna keep the show going." I go, "Why? I'm the headliner, so I end the show." No, Ti's gonna go up. I was like. To do what? I was like, I like, what do you mean? Like, he's he's going up to rap or some shit? He's doing comedy. I was like, what the fuck? And I didn't know. Okay, he's doing to do comedy. Didn't know he's doing comedy. So I see him. I give him a pound. Boom, boom, boom. It's Ti. I'm a Ti fan. I say, yo, I'm gonna wait. I wait in the green room. Blah blah blah. And I, we talked, hung out a little bit. He was cool as shit. And then when I went to back to my podcast, back to New York. They, you know, they were asking me, did you go watch him? I said, no, nah, I didn't watch him because I, I didn't know he was doing comedy. I, I don't see him as a comedian, not to insult him, but I just headlined. Why am I going to go watch him do what I do best? He's a rapper. I didn't know he was doing comedy. And I and, and my thing is, I don't care that he's not doing comedy. It's just that I just finished doing an hour and 40 minutes. I always go to the green room and sit my ass down and de- decompress. You know, after performance, you're like, shit. Could you could you hear what what what, what club was this? It was Atlanta Comedy Theater in Norcross. So Atlanta. how far is the the dressing room, the green room from oh, the stage? Oh, it's not that far. It's right like off. it's like a it's like a few feet. So like you but, can walk. But through. you heard there's two green rooms, and the the the, the exit to the stage leads to the first green room, and then you can go to the other one. You heard Ti's uh, show. I didn't really piece. hear it. I was I was in the other room, in the other green room, the main one that I stay in. Okay. And I was like, I'm I already finished. I'm not going to watch because I was like, he's doing comedy. I didn't because you know I took it as in everybody's approaching comedy like it's easy. I'm like I'm a purist. I'm a real comedian. I'm I'm I don't fuck around. I'm the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Not just me. So, but so it's like so, you guys so, are the real deal. It's like less. I'm the real fucking deal. Like from Mike Ebbs to Cat. To 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 Corey to shit to Louis C. We're the real. We do real comedy, and there's a lot of like Instagram people or whatever. And there's some Instagram people that are taking it serious, and there's this and there's younger guys that are and women that are taking this shit serious. And everybody's thinking, I'm gonna do comedy. Like, what's her name from uh, Housewives of Atlanta? Nene. 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 Because she's she's a big personality, but it doesn't mean it transfers over to comedy. I'm not saying you can't do comedy, but so to, so to keep it a buck, you was offended. And that's why you I was kind of yeah, and yeah. I and I was I would have I just wasn't even that offended. I was just like I'm not I'm not going to go watch because you were offended. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, I was. I don't. I wasn't offended. I just wasn't interested because I was like, he's doing comedy. I don't get it. Like I was like, that's all. That's the reason. But he felt like I insulted him the whole nine, and and he and he expressed it in a video. Everybody was calling me. You see the video Ti made? You know when Ti goes into the woods, when he goes into the woods, he's mad at something. He goes, I have something to say. I want to express myself. Uh, the other day, Godfrey, expeditiously. <laughs> no, Ti is my man, and we and Nick Cannon. Shout out to Nick Cannon. Um, he um, good job. Yeah. Called, yeah, I said, yeah. can we make a face? I want to FaceTime him. We talked. He said, man, I respect you, man. You OG in this game. You you one of the best. Da, da, da. I appreciate that. I said, man, I fuck with you. I just was, I was just talking like a comedian. I'm I'm a headliner. I'm not coming out to watch you. That's hustling back. What the fuck I look like? I'm yeah. the headliner. Right. You're T.I. You're a superstar. But so, I'm the star of this comedy show. So you, you were actually 
protecting your bag going forward also. Right. By, by not going out there. Because if you if, if you had went out there after that It takes away from the it take not only does it take away yeah. from that moment, but it could affect your bag later down the line, you know, like if somebody get away with that once, they'll try you again. Right? That's what I'm saying. So yeah. yeah, it's like it's just it was just code of ethics. That's all it was. Right. It wasn't him doing comedy. I go, good for you. And then I said, Man, you really taking this shit serious. He goes, Man, I've been going. I said, That's what's up. Be ready for the grind because comedy is a fucking what to get the art form itself. I'm not talking about the travel. T, I don't have a problem traveling. The guy's loaded. I'm talking about the art itself is a grind. To get it down takes a lot of work. It's sculpting. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. You can listen to the podcast, talk whatever you want. We can go pound for pound on the mic. It takes a lot of work. I, when I first did comedy, I knew I was funny, but I didn't have shit to say. And Bernie Mac used to tell me that shit. He's like, these motherfuckers, you know, they, they can just come up here and do the shit. It takes a lot of motherfucking work. You, you know, had conversations, private conversations Fuck yeah, with Bernie when Bernie Mac? used to fucking school me on shit. Yeah? Yeah, he goes to the guys, he goes, you know, half the motherfucking job is being interesting. You got to be a motherfucking interesting, you know? Motherfuckers got to want to be in a room with your ass. He used to say that <laughs> shit. And I used to be like, yeah, they want to... And, and he says, you got to... It's like you got to put the time in. You know, that's... I've learned that from Seinfeld. Seinfeld, when he when he talked to me, he said, hey, how long you been doing comedy? This is about 10 years. I said, about 10 years? He goes, you're a 10-year-old. That's your that's your age in comedy. Remember that. You know, Seinfeld been doing uh, comedy since the 70s. Uh, I've been... I, advi I was advised by Cosby. <laughs> Before all this shit happened, he he gave me advice. That's when his son was murdered. I was there. I was working there. Mm, damn. Yeah, I was there. I was there. I remember the day and everything. What what did Cosby tell you? He said, I remember this shit. I said, I because you could come into his office and talk to him. He had his cigar and shit. He goes, Hey, how you doing? You know, I said, uh, hey man. That's how exactly <laughs> he, he allowed you to just stop by. His yeah, you can just walk into his office, office open and say, Hey, what's up, Dr. Unlike Cosby. Steve Harvey. No, nah, Steve like, you better close that damn door. <laughs> yeah. Just walk your ass in here. No. And Steve Steve gave me advice when I was in a comedy team in Chicago. He gave I was in a, a duo and my man and my man was fucking up this, the whole thing because I was writing all the shit. He was getting high drunk for getting the lines. And Steve Harvey, I was in the hallway. It was a, a place called All Jokes Aside in Chicago. Oh, All Jokes Aside. All Jokes Aside. My man Raymond Lambert. Shout out to Raymond Lambert, Mary Lindsay, and James Alexander. And he goes, um, he, I'm in the, he goes, what's wrong, man? I said, my partner keeps forgetting my, forget, I was in a comedy team. It was called Godfrey and Alexander, my first year. We opened up for Adele Givens and Steve and TK Kirkland. And he goes, uh, yeah, TK is the one that got me my manager, and he's the reason why I moved to New York, TK Kirkland. God damn, TK got his hand in everybody's it's career, the truth. man. TK sounds like he's TK. lying. T when TK talks, he sounds like he's lying, and he's not. He, no, no, I believe him. Because he can't be like this. He's one of those dudes. He's like, Godfrey, I got him to go to New York. No, I was there. I, and you'd be like, he's lying. No, he's telling the truth. It's he amazing, talks like man, how this dude just moves around, man, and how he's <laughs> just been involved in so many people's careers. He got careers. me. My, my first manager, I moved to New York because out of his, him arranging that shit. It was T.K. Kirkland. Wow. Shout out to T.K. And my first, my, my, first, my first roommate was Viola Davis. Wow. When she was at Juilliard acting school. And I saw Viola not too long ago at an interview at 92Y New York. And I, I met her backstage and she goes, there goes my roommate. She remembered me. 
So what did Steve tell you? What advice Steve was like, so uh, he's like, you the funny motherfucker. You the funny one on that one. He's like, you the funny one. You the you the you the you the more talented one. He goes, how much you getting for this? I said, I'm getting about. We're getting like a hundred bucks. He goes, are you tired of splitting that shit? I said, yeah. He goes, cut his ass, and he walked off. That's that's when Steve Harvey had a ball in this spot. He goes, I remember. He goes, I see you later, and he walks off. And I go, I'm gonna cut his ass. He goes, cut his ass. <laughs> that's your money, boy. <laughs> his ass, his dumb ass up there. Wasting time. You ain't got time to be splitting that shit. Get your hundred dollars, boy. $100. So, so what did Bill Cosby tell you? Cosby said, "Cosby goes." <laughs> what, what, what he goes. He goes. The first thing he goes. Writing. You got to put it on the paper. You got to write, son. You got to writing. Your ideas have to go on the paper. You have to write. Every, you got to be writing the ideas. But, oh, yeah. Then he goes, I want you to see the word show business. Show business. What is the long, bigger word? Business. He goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like writing. You got to write. Put it in. And he says, you know, Sinbad? He knocks it out the park. Sinbad. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful, though. I got advice from a lot of great people, man. Worked with Robin Williams. We have the same Robin birthday. Robin Williams give you any advice? No, he never really gave advice. He just sat quietly, and and and. But you, if you got him hyped, like I would, I would talk like that. You know that corny black voice, and he would start doing it. I'd be like, "What's up, Robin?" He'd be like, "Hey, man, I'm good." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, brother. Yeah, he would. He's like a little. I heard toy. him do that before. That yeah, was, you know yeah. the little corny black shit yeah. he does, and he's the nicest man though. He was one of my favorite dudes. Such man. a nice favorite man. Dude. Same birthday, July twenty first. Wow. And he's such a nice. I've worked with him a few times. He's a humble, humble. Humble that dude. Yeah. Oh, he was great. Great dude. I work with Ray Romano sometimes. Another good dude. Yeah, I work with a lot of good good folks. There's some good comedians. George Wallace, same birthday. George Wallace. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stupid yeah. people out here. I'm just so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a t- you ever see somebody just so damn stupid? I'm so, you know, that's yeah. <laughs> George Wallace, man. That's my man. Yeah. Real humble dude. Always encouraging. He's like, man, you're just so talented, Godfrey. You're so talented. Just just keep it up, Godfrey. You're, you're, you're just beautiful. Just keep doing it, man. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I used to like when he used to do that bit. Where, man, some things just don't make no sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's funny. Funny dude, man. Just so, yeah. I've been fortunate to work around really, really great comedians the whole nine. Seeing people, you know, get to the top, man. And you go, yeah, I'm almost there. Yeah. I'm I'm there. I'm a successful comedian. Not let, let me not sit here and go, I don't kind of anything. No. I'm a successful no, no, guy. No, you are you are you are successful. In my way. You are successful. Yeah. Uh uh, but with that, we know that there are other opportunities out there for comics on your level. And how yeah. so how frustrating is it that you don't get those opportunities? Well, man, who doesn't want to be in a Spider Man movie? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I grew up on Spider Man. I met Stan Lee three times. I you know, I, uh, yeah, who doesn't want to be in all that shit? You're a, I'm a, you know, we grew up boys, man. We want to, we want to do a tuck and roll and shoot a gun. We want to drive a car, fast car, get the girl. Yeah, I, I would, I, I, yeah, it's frustrating, man. I'm a pretty good actor too. I have great acting teachers I've, I studied under in New York City. And, uh, yeah, lady by the name of Alice Spivak. She passed mm-hmm. away though. Alice Spivak in New York City. She's legendary acting teacher. And yeah, and I, yeah, I have I, I have pretty decent chops. I didn't say I was Denzel. 
But, you know, I'm decent. And then I see a lot of cats that I go, I'm, I think I have a better skill than that guy. Mm-hmm. And and you go, but, you know, it, it's like, it's my bed. I have to lay in it. I chose to do this shit. I chose it. And this business has always been like this. I didn't just come into it and go, what? I didn't know they, it's always been the thing. And, I, and then I, then I kind of back up and go, well, think about what Step and Fetch It went through. Think about what Hattie McDaniel went through. Think about what Moms Mabley went through. Think about what Woody Strode went through. Think about Sidney Poitier, all these people from the past. Think about how much worse it was. You know what I mean? Like, shit, I got it good compared to Motherfucker, what? And and then sometimes I start to do that and I go, let me chill. I'm so fortunate to be doing this job for 20-something years. No job. I I call my own shots. I do what the fuck I want. I get to travel everywhere. I have great crowds. I'm making money doing what I love, man. Come on. And it's not like I haven't been on anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you yeah. but as an artist, we still want other things. You're like a plant. If mm-hmm. you put a plant in a in a box, it's gonna still try to find other ways to extend. I wanna do more films. Hell yeah. I got the skills there. I would love to be on have my own show. Yeah. Single camera, some dope shit. I watch a lot of television, lots of movies. Yeah, I wanna do my own shit. I would love to go, here, I have something. Let's do it. You know, and I and it's coming. You know, it's just some some people's lanes. Just it's just it's like traffic. Some lanes are moving slower than others, but you're going to the same destination. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get it though. It's I, it's impossible for me not to. Yeah, I want to see you get it, man. Appreciate that. But I like like I'll be doing good. You know, Good Times is coming out animation. You know, they're doing Good Times yeah. animation okay. for Netflix. I'm doing some characters on there and Cree Summer, Cree Summer from. Um, from a, what is it called? From Different World. Remember Freddie? Remember the girl Freddie? She was the little yeah, hit. Yeah, 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 right. She right, right, is right, a, yeah, you know, yeah. she's a voiceover master. Is that right? Oh, Inspector Gadget. She so was the girl. She's been doing all this. Oh, time. for 30 years. She And she is producing the voices. She coached me in the, some of the voices I'm doing for Good Times. The animation series coming out on Netflix. She, so co- I, she coached you? She coached me uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. She was there in the Zoom. I was like... How many different voices have you heard her do? She's done like over 30 or 40 of them. She does a lot of voices. It's crazy. Little girls, different animals, shit like that. She's bad mm-hmm. as shit. Yeah. It's like Keith David. You know Keith David? Keith David. You ever see uh, Dead Presidents? He was Curly, the older black man. Or, um, damn, Dead Presidents with Lorenz Tate. Or um, something... Oh, Atlanta. Remember Atlanta with T.I.? Remember, he was the rich father. Remember the girl that was pretending like she yeah, was really Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know him. Yeah, yeah. He's good. He's real oh, good. Man. He does. Everything lots, he's he ever done. talks like this the whole time. Yeah. A lot of voiceovers. He talked talk like that for real. Though. What? I was in a, one time I was in an audition, a voiceover audition, and he walked in, and I threw my papers up. Everybody started laughing. I said, the fuck? I'm sitting here, like, practicing my shit going, remember Prudential. And he comes in. How you doing, gentlemen? Oh, shit. <laughs> I said, man, I'm yeah, out. Yeah, that dude is good. Yeah, man. you know, he does a lot of the He's PBS. Big. He does a lot of PBS narration. Yeah. PBS. He has the Jack Johnson documentary. He's, he's That's his voice. The jazz 10-part series. It's Keith David. He does a lot. He did Gargoyle. He does a lot. He's amazing. Yeah. And I want to do stuff like, like him. Yeah. Well, you're amazing too, man. I want to see you do stuff like him. I appreciate him. I, we that. Want, we want to see you do even, stuff even, like him. Even with the Joe Rogan thing, he's following me now. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been on it yet, but he's Joe's he, following. Joe, they say Joe's following is me. Is that right? Yeah, he's following me. 
Come on, Joe. I mean, <laughs> come on, Joe. He's a big fan of yours. I mean, I know he has to he he has to pick people on his own, but I've done so I've done like a lot of his friends' podcasts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just haven't done it. Everyone's like, what are you going to do? Because it took me a long time to do uh, Breakfast Club. You're on his radar. <laughs> That's cool. You're on his radar. That'd be fun because I love yeah. his podcast. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my friends are on it, man, and they are blown up from that shit. He yeah. has the magic touch. But you guys, are, your numbers are pretty damn good yourselves. Yeah, we, we do our right. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. We, do, right. we like, do what uh, we can on a small ghetto yeah, boys yeah, budget. Yeah, you know? but this is yeah, what's up. Know? I'm yeah. glad to be on this. I was like, what? We got to do this. Yeah. Hell yeah. You got to do your show too, man. So, yeah, yeah, man. We can zoom it. It's all good. Because yeah. to talk to you, that would be fantastic. And where do you record? I record in the Lower East Side in New York City. But we always got to feed. I just did shame. <laughs> you know, I may have to come do do that show by myself, though. Uh, because, well, put it like this. Yeah. If Brad can make it, fine. Right. But 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 my daughter lives in in, in New York, and so oh, so I okay. I need to go back to New York. She just left Houston, but to go back. But I need to go to New York because I, I have to, you know, as a father, I got to go in and make she sure she's cool. On. I got to go in. How's she holds look, look, look around twenty seven. Okay, I, you gotta look. Yeah, she live in Manhattan. I have to go down there. And look what part around. of Manhattan? Like she's like right by Radio City Music. Hall. She's not that far from me. I'm yeah. I'm. I'm by not too far from Carnegie Hall. She's she's very she's, she's right the there. She's like forties, maybe she's, two she's three 40s. blocks. Okay, all right. Yeah. She's a lawyer, right? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, man. And so, when's the next time you're gonna play New York? You mean oh, comedy? Yeah. When I get back, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I, I do need, it in the middle need, of the week usually. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I what? need I, I need to I need to link y'all up, man, so so she can come out and she can come out, show. come bring her yeah. friends, whatever. Boy, man, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, tell okay. let her that's cool. That'll be cool. I was like yeah. I finally I finally met you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate man. it. Follow me on yeah. Instagram, comedian Godfrey. See me on a new season of Wild and Out, season 18, Nick Cannon. See me on a new Michael Chase show on HBO Max. And yeah, man, just keep following me. Follow me and follow me and follow me. That's it. In Godfrey, we trust. Yeah. No more talk. No more talk. <laughs> this episode was produced by A King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and, and iHeartRadio. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's good, everybody? It is our favorite time of the year here at The Black Effect. We're heading down to Atlanta for the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival. And we're not going alone. Nissan is back as our partner, and they're continuing their Pitch Your Podcast Lounge at the festival, where you'll have the opportunity to pitch your podcast idea live and share it with the Black Effect team. So get those podcast ideas ready. And remember, you can count on Nissan to dial up the thrill in your adventures, no matter where life takes you. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details hey guys back at the playground again huh yep you know what this playground could use a wine country heck yeah and some waves so we could go surfing oh (laughs) Ah, love that a redwood forest would be cool i'm in ah ski slopes let's do it um tenor girl go shopping yeah baby wait 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.